Terry and I would like to dedicate this episode to Darcel, who has recently passed at the age of 92. Darcel was this local uh, legend holding the world record as the oldest drag queen performer with an incredible career of 57 years performing in Portland. Um, my parents went to Darcel's in the 70s and they were so entertained by her and I remember being told about her as a child. So to live in Portland and to have been able to see her perform so many times was just an honor. I'll never forget her. And she represented, you know, six decades of drag and queer local history. And she always put on such a hilarious and glamorous show. So Darcel, we will miss you. How's it going? Oh, it's good. I feel like every time we record, I always have a rasp in my voice because we always record on a Sunday. <laughs> so I'm always <laughs> like, I'm hearing our shows back and I'm like, oh God, I always sound like that. And then today I'm like, this is no exception. Um, Cause it was my <laughs> friend's birthday last night. We went out downtown. But um, so do you go out on Saturdays a lot or something? <laughs> uh, one would assume. Um, I will have to say real quick that uh. The reason why the last two episodes were so delayed, I like I was super late in putting them out. So like we were talking about um, Real Friends of WeHo like well after the show was over. Uh. And the reason is, is because I um, well, I got busy, but also um, I had this one day when I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to because I knew there was a time in the episode where we had said like, oh, let's pause and then I'll take this out. So I knew that I had to listen to the entire episode to find that part. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I was like playing it, listening to it um, while I was playing a video game. And um, someone had left these edibles at my house. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I, I, I don't really eat them that often or partake in recreational uh, weed. Um, and so I was like, you know, it's a, it's like a, cold day outside i'm just chilling out i'm gonna just try it and um i realized how low my tolerance is because i never do it so i had eaten like 10 milligrams which i was like that shouldn't be that much and then i was laying here with my headphones on listening to the two of us talk and like (laughs) at first i was like i was like listen to us like we are just making a podcast how cool is that like that's so cool (laughs) like we just do it we wanted to do it and we just did it like I was like really excited for us like as I was getting super stoned our second podcast by the way (laughs) yeah yeah our second podcast and then and then that kind of started turning into like what it was like to sit here with my voice in my headphones like super loud and eventually I got to a point where I was like yeah, I cannot do this. Like, I cannot be in this state of mind and just, like, listen to myself talk. It wasn't even, like, an insecurity. It was, like, it was just really intense. So I had to just, like, pause, and then that delayed it for another couple weeks. So it's funny. (laughs) Like, I just kind of lost my mind there for a second. I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't just lay here and listen to myself. That's too much. Um, But it was fine. I Like, Michael was doing schoolwork, and I had to go into his office and be like, I am out of my mind. And he was like, all right, that's okay. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, God, I used to do that all the time. And I just, I, I don't know. I have, it was a pleasant experience, but yeah. Um, so anyway, that's why it was late. Um, well, we are back. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's been a little while since we recorded. Mm-hmm. What's new with you? Um, I had my birthday at the beach. It was lovely. Uh, I We always luck out going to the beach uh, in mid-March when it can be really crappy weather. But we always end up finding this like Saturday ends up always being somehow sunny and beautiful. So we were just like a ton of us laying on the beach drinking mimosas all day long, which is just has like it, <clears throat> my heaven. Has it really been a year since yeah. the last time? Since we That's did that last insane. time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, and like That's this house crazy. we were in was just like like a quarter of a mile away from the house we were in last year so like I would go on a little beach walk and walk right by the house from last year and be like god I remember all these things yeah um so it was really trippy you know it's a lot less people um which was nice it was just more chill but like honestly having a day to lay on the beach 
with a ton of close friends drinking mimosas and listening. We listened to Rihanna all day. And I was like, this is honestly the highlight of my entire year. Like, I look forward to this more than Christmas. Like, it is my favorite day. This is what I want to do. Like, maybe you, you know, you, me, Sean, like, you know, the Mm -hmm. sisterhood, the coven, Mm -hmm. whatever we Mm -hmm. call ourselves. But like, you know, when we went away to recently to that lake, like, I want to do that in the summer. Oh, that that lake is like beautiful uh, in the summertime. Yeah, and just like lay out, listen to music, chat, chill. Totally. Soak in the sun. You know, I think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be really fun too. We should do I it. just um I just went to Ontario, Oregon for oh, a convention. Ontario. So, I, that's by where I'm from. <laughs> I know Ontario. Right. So well so correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like LaGrand is like almost like halfway between Portland and Ontario. Yeah, LaGrand, it's it, like it's like four hours to get to LaGrand. And then it's like another probably two hours to Ontario. Two hours, right. Okay, because yeah. it's about six to Boise. So yeah. the whole reason that I went was because I was a guest at Border Town Comic Con, which is in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And, which is like a um, tiny town. It's small, but like Randall Kirby is a guy who used to live out here in Portland, and he's a comics guy. And he had to move back there, which is where he's from. So okay. he started a, a convention, which is great. You know, like God, I think I that when there's... Yeah, I think that when there's like um, conventions in small towns, mm-hmm. like the the people who go are really happy and excited that there's something sure. there for them to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, um, it was really fun. It was nice. I um, because I was a guest, like they flew me out. It was great. Like they, but they flew me to Boise because that's the mm-hmm. closest airport, mm-hmm. and then you drive an hour back across the border. The funny thing was, was that um. When I so I was you know whenever I go somewhere I like look at the look at the area around where I'm gonna stay in case like uh you know I need to eat yeah <laughs> so I just want to see like what's there and it was so funny because as I looked up the area I was like weed shop weed <laughs> shop weed shop I was like what there's like seven weed shops right there by the hotel and I was like what the hell like why right and then I realized it's because it's on the border mm. and in Idaho. Mm. it's not legal they can't do that so people drive over from idaho yeah to buy their you know edibles that's so funny and then just drive back home you know and... what makes me mad about that sorry to pause oh, yeah yeah the grand my hometown where i was born and raised not one weed shop in it in the entire town um there isn't pendleton there isn't ontario which is more conservative and smaller than the grand they yeah. had uh they voted on if they were going to allow weed shops in the grand it was like 51% said yes. And instead of saying, okay, it won, they said, well, that's enough people saying no, that we're just not going to allow it. What makes me so mad. Cause it's just LeGrand shooting itself in the foot anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what I found found interesting because obviously Ontario is raking in the money. So much. Yeah. 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 So that's, I know. So that was interesting. Um, The convention was nice. It was um, two days. Uh, after the first day, I went and saw Scream, the new Scream movie. Okay, <laughs> I liked it. It was fun. I don't. Yeah. I get. You know, have you seen it? Uh. Uh-uh. It was I fun. Would. I think it was. I think it's one of the better ones okay. in that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. Um, and then after that, I went and stayed with my family for like three or four days, mm-hmm. which was I'll just say it was interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Yeah. Um, you know that, and just you know working and. And preparing for, I think, other shows and stuff. Like, I might be doing FlameCon in August. Nice. I'm going to do the Boise show again in September. Wait, is um, FlameCon in New York? Yeah. Huh. Do you know when it's, in August? I don't. But it's usually, I think, like around mid-August. God, I was contemplating going to New York in, like, mid-August. Oh, nice. Yeah, Already. you should. Flame, and, like, FlameCon's really fun. And if you yeah. end up go and if you end up going and want to go like you know i might have an extra badge or something so God, that's fun to think about yeah it's um, a really fun show yeah cool <clears throat> um but yeah it's it's been interesting so yeah um but i'm back Great. <laughs> yeah um i i think that uh we may as well get drag race out of the way sure <laughs> if you want to do that oh my god um, yeah. so we're at like we just got down to the top four so i'll say this you know, okay. I don't think what Selena wore on the runway was ever really amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But it feels very produced and very clear to me that they used her to get rid of a couple people. Sure. Like, you know, they were like, oh, we're done with um, 
with this queen. So let's put Selena in the bottom because, right. you know, we need to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll at least perform well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that feels a little weird. Um, I also think that, like, there's a lot that's going around now uh, in the episodes about Mistress. I mean, and I like Mistress. I'm not knocking yeah. her. Mm-hmm. But Mistress saying, like, you know, oh, here comes Lucy again, not being real, not being real. Mm-hmm. But I find Mistress to, like, be somewhat uh, fake, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, no one's calling her, like, I, I okay, if I, I never want to hear the word era again. Oh, my God. Right? Like, yeah. and, and if I were Lucy, um, and I'm not crazy about, Lu- I mean, Lucy's fine. Like, I'm sure if I went and saw her perform, she'd be amazing, right? Uh-huh. But, like, um, but... I'm surprised that Lucy hasn't once been like, because uh, Lucy's or mistress is like, you know, Lucy in her villain era. For Lucy, I'd be like, well, at least it's an era and not a lifestyle for me, bitch. Right, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and so like, she's not really owning up to that. But the thing that kind of bugs me a little bit is that um, when she was like, Lucy, just be real. Just say that you want the lead role. Just say that you want it because you want to be the star. I would be like, well, what about you, mistress? Just, just why don't you be real and say that every time I speak, you just want to poke the bear. Exactly. That's what that's what you do. You're not calling me out because you think mm-hmm. I'm being a villain. You just mm-hmm. like to you just like to mess with me. Yeah. So why don't you be real about that? Yeah. You know, so and I mean, again, I like mistress. I like I actually mm-hmm. like the top four. I'm I was I've been very surprised by Lux because mm-hmm. she's ne- like with the exception of the most recent episode, she was never in the bottom. And she yeah. always did really well, mm-hmm. like with every challenge. So that's kind of, those are kind of my thoughts, I guess. I I think I'm rooting for Anitra. Yeah. So, I really like her. I like Anitra a lot. I feel like the last episode, which was the makeover challenge, which was trying to show a family resemblance with, they brought in like yeah. teachers. Um you know, I, I'm not like a personal big fan of Lucy. I don't think she's like a favorite of mine. She can be delusional. She can be annoying, but she also delivers really well. And she knows she like understands the assignment. And I thought her family resemblance, like Lucy. Leducas, oh, it was uncanny. Was uncanny. Like you could almost not yeah. tell who was who. And I thought her partner was like owning it, having fun. Like she did that challenge to perfection i i and i i can I, see why lucy's upset because i feel like that episode yeah, and the one before it like she if, like if, no one did no one's done bad except yeah. for maybe lux a little bit in the last one yeah <clears throat> but like if we just isolated that challenge as like who did the worst and who did the best like lucy would not be in the bottom and lux i thought did really bad and, I did too, and, and I thought I, Mistress actually did bad. Like I thought the makeup. Oh, looked good, I, I, gr- I agree. But like the dresses were boring, the looks were boring, their presence was boring. I was like, the bottom needs to be Lux and Mistress, which they're not going to do. No, and, of course not. You they, they're going to make it Lux and Lucy because there's a yeah. rivalry there, and and, and like, that that's what made me mad about the previous episode because I don't think Selena did bad in the Rusical, but yeah, when you have Selena and Lucy lip syncing against each other mm-hmm. well what makes sense for the producers of this show right. what who are you going to keep around obviously lucy because she has more drama with more contestants for sure, for sure. and selena doesn't mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that feels a little gross to me but um miss mistress i don't think her makeover was like you said was very good either the bl- like putting someone in black with a black wig and a black feather boa what? on stage it doesn't it doesn't no. read as anything on stage and like, or especially on tv like you couldn't even see that's it what, yeah that's what i mean like you can't yeah. even see it and 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 i don't understand why you don't even do some, something like mistress just i think had an off day because i do think she's creative and interesting and fun Me and too. old school Me dragon too. great but like but like why not give if you're if your teacher is in a black dress why not give her the light blue feather boa and you have the black one with your light blue dress you know what i mean right. like and the fact on. that the judges didn't even say anything about it yeah. was like okay they obviously have their mind made up this yeah. challenge doesn't mean anything like they're not even really considering it because they the only thing they could the only critique they could say for lucy was like your partner wasn't that excited and i'm like you didn't have that much chemistry together first of all they totally did they were great together. They had a great yeah. time. They looked amazing. Like they are reaching for something to like critique oh, yeah. to put her on the bottom because there was nothing else. 
I think like, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, do we consider the whole season for who gets in the bottom at this point in the show? Or do we, are we really just considering it the challenge? Because I feel like we're not just basing it off this challenge. Like we're saying who who deserves to be in the finale. And then they have to find these roundabout reasons. I will say that I think it's really smart for Sasha when her teacher came out on the runway that she gave her teacher her signature ponytail. Yeah, I love that. Because I, I, I was like, oh, oh wait. Like, it took mm-hmm. me a second. I was like, me wait, too. is that Sasha? Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. you know? And Sasha had a ponytail still, too, but hers was a bit bigger. Yeah. But that, but by doing that, you're like, oh, this teacher do- really does look like Sasha, even though their features aren't, you know, yeah. quite maybe their facial features aren't. It, it's not about that. You can have no. somebody that doesn't look anything like you. Yeah. But if you have someone that doesn't look like you, girl, same wig, same dress, make, yes. you know, like, do, make, do it There's like things you can do like Lux i think it really helped oh my god was so bad like their wigs yeah. were totally different the makeup the like vibe of each outfit was so different like it was so bad i i, I was say that, like i think that i think that it really helps a queen in general to have some sort of signature trademark mm-hmm. that, because because then they're memorable so like right. Sasha ponytail, mm-hmm. right? Anitra mm-hmm. has this like stripe across stripe. her eye yeah. that she always mm-hmm. does, like mm-hmm. straight through the eyebrow. And she'll Great. have like something on her I, forehead, like yeah. something. But I don't there. think Lux has that yet. Mm-mm. You know, like there's not no, something that I'm like, oh, Lux. Um, but like, like if I try to think about the makeup styles or the visual looks of queens from like a season ago or whatever, the the queen I think about is Bosco. Yeah, because of her eyebrows, she had that pointy and, eyebrow, and her like little skimpy uniform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so so I think it's those queens that have a signature kind of look or a thing about them that really helps them. You know, you you've got to stand out in some Something. way. Yeah, some yeah. way. So, what are your predictions? <laughs> Who's gonna be? Is it gonna? This do you is... think? Do you think they're gonna eliminate somebody and have a top three? Do you think they'll just keep it to a top four? Well, it, in the preview, it showed that they are gonna do a music video. Mm-hmm. And Rue said that that will narrow it down to the top three. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I feel like Rue said something like that before and been like, fuck it, let's do a top four. Right, like, last right. year was a top five. Yeah, too much. So, like, I don't know. Um, but I would love for it to go back to a top three. Me too. Me too. And and Chop the thing that I find interesting is that, uh, like, la- was it last season where there was, like, seven episodes where nobody went home? Yeah. And this season, they haven't done that once. Not once. There's not been a double save. Right. And so, and people, so I honestly think that, I, I do think Marsha needs a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. I think if Marsha came back for an All-Stars, she would kill it. Because her it. looks, like, you know, now she's going to have money. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. her, and, and like like Jinx said, money begets better drag. Better drag, yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. she'd come back with better drag and she'd, you know, perform amazingly, whatever. I think that Marsha and Anitra's lip sync was incredible. Mm-hmm. And people were like, double save, double save. But like the reason that I think they couldn't do that was because if you double save Marsha, then who does she play in the rusical? There's right, like already yeah. a defined number amount of roles That's that they true. have to fill. Uh-huh. So you can't you can't do that. You just can't. And you I know, think like, when you when you start with 16 queens, you just can't afford to like not have an episode where someone doesn't go home. That's why I don't accept when people are like no they just fly by the seat of their pants it's not produced uh, if it was produced it wouldn't be fun i'm like girl how many do you think they're going to interview and and fly out and pull a a, a random amount of teachers to this uh, thing? No. no they're like okay so for this episode we're gonna have five queens bring you in five if they teachers. do a, a double they're, save they're gonna like add an episode to the season and be like right just no come up with a new challenge they're, no they're not MTV find a new guest con- judge People don't know how TV works. Like MTV contracts them for a certain amount of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have to do that. Like, right. and also I think about uh, who knows, but I wonder if um, the fact that they've gone back to the like hour and a half, you know, episodes, yeah. mm-hmm. I wonder if that was planned from the beginning because can you was. imagine, I think so too. And can you imagine trying to fit that rusical episode into 40 minutes no absolutely not. there's no way 
Also, that musical, I think, is my favorite musical they've ever done. Oh, it was one of the best ones. I want to listen to that music again. Me too. Like, I was catching feelings with it. Like, I was starting to tear up. I was, like, feeling joyous. Like, I loved that musical. Yeah. It was fun. Um, It was good. So, I think think what more musicals should do, um, like, I hate it when they do, like, Kardashians, the musical. They even did, like, Trump the musical one year or something. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. But when uh-huh. you when you parody it off of an existing movie, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fun. You know, like Footloose. Okay, cool. Now it's eighties themed. Now it's like got a like. Obviously, Footloose is like a film with a story about like, but this is wrong, and how do we fix this? And so then you relate that to like, okay, well now we outlaw drag. Like, well, yeah, and the timing you know, of that episode coming out because when they recorded that, it wasn't as dire as it is now. So the timing was really just right, amazing. So there, like, there's a musical on um, on Drag Race España that was mm-hmm. really good last season. It was like probably the best one, and it was mm-hmm. because it was based on a movie that was about this girl who kept seeing God, like a man mm-hmm. in a suit, and he would sing Whitney Houston to her. Huh. So the so the queens actually got to perform in a musical some like Whitney Houston song. Wow, that's amazing. And I was like, okay, but yeah, imagine imagine that. Like, mm-hmm. then it's like fun. You know those songs. You're like excited about them. You know. So <clears throat> even just hearing the musical, um, like the background music being so 80s, mm-hmm. I think was like really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave it like a, I don't know. You do something like Kardashians, and you're like, dude, what? What is this music? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked the musical. I thought it was great. I have a feeling that people will at DragCon will cosplay Lucy's boy look from oh, that. Oh, for sure. You know what Ooh, I mean? I, I love the comparison. Heaven, heaven Bacon. Like, yeah, that that like it's basically Stuart from Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay. Look what you think, I can do. Look what I can do. Do you think they're gonna? So do you think they're gonna keep all four or go down to three? I I think if I think if they. If I don't know, because the finales now seem to be like this um, lip sync for the crown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, then they kind of do need four people. Yeah. So otherwise, I don't know. Like, I kind of I kind of miss. I think the best finale of all of Drag Race is season six. The one with Bianca. Oh, me too. And Adore. And yep. Because because what they do is they kind of like mash that up with the reunion mm-hmm. and to i thought back that, to that i think so too because when you do that it feels more like a miss usa pageant kind of thing uh-huh and and then it, in that hour you can fill that with um updates about the queens mm-hmm. like um you can fill it with like who wins miss congeniality and crown that person mm-hmm. you know it, i would rather have you like bring out all the queens rue interviews them a little bit then the top three do a little performance and then you mm-hmm. just choose someone mm-hmm. like I, that went, that's great. I, what that. I, what I loved about that, that format was when they were introducing Queens to the stage, they would start with the first one who got eliminated yes, and they absolutely. would have a moment uh-huh. and then they would do the next one and the next one. And so it would kind of remind you what the season was. Cause like, it's right. easy to forget the first like five Queens that get sent to home. So like right. it really gives the sense of buildup up to the final three where you're like god these are all the people that they beat out it just feels more epic and yeah and then it gives moments for rue to like interview people individually and then have everyone as a group talk shit out have people from the audience ask questions about the season that's right i love it love that and then there's all these queens from past seasons that are jumping into the drama um you know trixie calling out Betty. like like those did you or did you not come golden. for me did you or did you not come for me with her eyelashes that are just like huge fans <laughs> um so good um well yeah, so they just, would do that it was like a celebration yeah yeah they would bring out those queens not only like like michelle would announce them and they would walk the runway yes uh-huh. but then rue would also bring them out in like maybe groups of three in yes. the order that they were eliminated uh-huh. and interview them and so i love uh-huh. that because like you said it was like this build up and you and you get reminded yeah. of the whole season and everyone gets to be in front of an audience and everyone gets to feel that love and be you know it's a celebration of it all yeah um i i just that and it's like those episodes those kind of finales we would watch in a bar and it would just like it would feel like we're at the show like it would be so fun like 
you know, I don't really the 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 reunions now just they feel kind of lackluster to like all sit in a room and just talk. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know. I'm not too crazy about them. I, I do think like, like it would be amazing if um because I think All Stars is going to come on this summer. Oh, fun. And if for some reason it's on in August and you and I are both in New York, we've got to go to a bar and watch it. Yes, I would totally Absolutely. do that. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, Sasha Colby's an obvious front runner and Nitra's oh, an yeah. obvious She'll front runner. She'll be in the finale. Um, I think I don't know. I don't I think, think there's any the way. There's, yeah, there's no way mistress. that Mistress or Lex are even close to being the winner of the season. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people feel like Mistress could win, but really? I think, yeah, I think I, a lot I, of people feel like she could, or like maybe at least want her to. I mean, but I, I think I, it might I be. Don't feel like she should. I, I I think that if it's up clearly, if it's up to Rue, mm-hmm. then I think it's going to be between Sasha and Anitra. Yeah. And there's all these rumors that if Sasha wins, um, it's it's going to be RuPaul finally retiring and having Sasha be the new host of the show. I, I don't think that will happen. I mean, Ru's going to do this until she can't do it anymore. She will do it until she turns into dust. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, th- this I this I think I don't know how I feel about this, but a lot of people are saying um maybe Rue would do something like crown Anitra because mm. if she does that, then that means Sasha can come back for like all stars sure. and you guarantee an audience watching yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But there are people who like, I don't see, I think it's not necessarily true because they've already done an entire all stars, all winners season. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's to say they can't do another one. Yeah, and they, they even should. did an all stars. They even did an all stars with like BB who had won. So right. they, they I do don't whatever think they want, you know. So yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see what'll happen. I think what we've got like maybe three episodes left if if they do a reunion that way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> um. I um, if I yeah. had to if I had to pick a team, I would I would be team Sasha Colby. I really love her, even though she's the obvious choice and she's, you know, not she's barely stumbled through the show. Um, I just really like her. I like her looks. I like I like the history she brings. I, I love that she'd be the first trans winner of like the regular show. Um, I just really how, like her. How amazing that like two episodes ago she was like Carl. I know, I know. And then, and then, and then, in the most recent episode, she's like, "I'm gonna pat." She basically Jessica rabbits herself out. Yes, you know, yeah, I love her. And, I, just, uh, love I just kind of think that's great. Like she's just such a mm-hmm. shapeshifter that way, mm-hmm. and that she's and that she's not afraid. Like, I don't think um, trans women are afraid. I think to look like men, but I just think that Sasha like was like, I just think it's funny. Like, I let that, that proves to yeah. me that she like takes herself seriously but can also take herself not um, seriously yeah like well then when they not? asked her she, like why did you pick carl and she was like as a trans woman i just wanted to show you that like i could be in on the joke and just have fun with it too like yeah and that and that he reminds me of my dad yeah like, okay, yeah, yeah 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 I, I just love her and i like it yeah. a lot too um yeah i I'm, like i think that's the part of the season i remember the most is like i started crying when she was talking about coming out to her mom Mm-hmm. And then her mom later say, like kicking her out after mm-hmm. saying that she was okay with it, mm-hmm. um, because what she didn't say, and I suspect what is what happened, is Anitra came out to her mom. Her mom was like, "That's cool," mm-hmm. and then in private, her stepdad was like, "No," mm-hmm. and that Anitra's mom likely sided with her stepdad and was like, "Yeah, you need to leave." Yeah, yeah, and that's awful. That's heartbreaking. That's horrible. That is and horrible. I, and it's it's so interesting to me with like. Um, all these I don't we don't need to get into this but you know with the state of the world with the drag bands with all this bullshit that's happening right now that like um mistress even was like oh I don't talk to my mom yeah like no we don't have a relationship right you know and Anitra same thing she's like no I haven't talked to my siblings I don't talk to my you know Mm -hmm. and it's like who are the who are the ones who are like who are exhibiting love here who are the ones who are exhibiting Mm -hmm hatred and fear here who are the you know like it's yeah it's ridiculous it is ridiculous um i loved 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 seeing anitra's picture of her at DragCon. oh i know her that's baby so drag. yes that's so cool though to think that like 
you know, she she had never really done drag until mm-hmm. she decided I'm going to go to drag con. Yeah. And wear drag. And, and then after that. Really yeah. And you see how she performs and you're like, you were born to do this. Like, yeah. How were you not doing this since you were a baby? Because like you obviously are just meant for it. Um, Rue has said that to like maybe two or three people. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Anitra. Yeah. And like one other person. Oh, Crystal Versace mm-hmm. from UK. Mm hmm. Like, those are the three that she said it to. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Well, um, Drag Race, yay. Yeah. I, I, there's a, a rumor that on the next season of All Stars this summer, that two of the contestants are Heidi in Closet and Candy Muse. And I can't okay. wait if love that's it. the case. Love I love both, both of them. them. I love both yeah. of them. Um, well, what yeah, else are you so, watching? Um, well, I'll mention it just real quick because I know that <laughs> you don't watch this stuff. But... um. If, if you if if listeners are wanting their K-pop BL moment, um, I watched a, one of my new Thai gay shows, right? Um, the boy on YouTube. Love shows. Yes, and it's called Moonlight Chicken. Okay. Um, it was really good, but it was just about a guy who runs a like chicken and rice restaurant, and he has this one night stand with this guy. Okay. And he kind of doesn't want to start a relationship, but that guy, the guy that he has the one night stand with, really falls for him, and um, you sort of. It's it's just one of those shows that's like that there's not some sort of like intricate plot, uh-huh. but the way that the relationship kind of like um, unravels it and starts to form is really interesting because like he wants to be with that guy, but he's also living with his ex and his mm-hmm. ex is, is like wants to get back together, but he doesn't. The main guy who runs the restaurant has a nephew that he's taking care of and that nephew gets accused of breaking something at a house that he delivered food to. Okay. Um, but it was because the the boy who like accepted the delivery is deaf and he was like drinking alcohol that he wasn't supposed to like his parents alcohol. And then he like broke the bottle. Cause he was, he was surprised by the delivery and then he blamed it on the guy. So then like the two of them kind of start to date and it's really cute. It was just a really fun show. And I watched all of wow. that one. Um, I'm starting to get back into those shows again because um, they're getting me back to the gym. Um we talked a little bit uh, previously about um, Poker Face. Oh, sure. But I've finished it. Have you finished it? No, I've watched, I think, three episodes still. Okay. Um, I will say that, like, some of the episodes towards the end, I thought were really, really good and intense. Mm-hmm. So um, I would in- I would encourage people to, to catch up on those if they have started watching that. Um, been really liking it. I'm also obsessed currently with Star Trek Picard. Okay. Um, because you know I'm a huge Star Trek nerd, but it's the storyline is um adding in stuff from my favorite Star Trek show, which never gets any love, which was Deep Space Nine. Um, so it's interesting to sort of I'll say this, and then I won't say anything more about Star Trek. <laughs> um. Gene Roddenberry, when he created Star Trek, he wanted the crew of like the Enterprise on the original series and on the next generation to never have like internal conflict amongst each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like the conflict was supposed to come from aliens they encountered or other races or whatever. Outside, yeah. But the reason I like Deep Space Nine is because they did have internal conflict with one another because anytime you put alien races and people from different groups, you're gonna have that, right? Mm-hmm. Um otherwise it's like you know, when you write TV people always say that like tension conflict is the essence of like drama. Otherwise, what do you have? You have like Barney, like, well, I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's been very interesting that now in Star Trek Picard, which largely has the cast from the next generation that they do have conflict amongst each other. And it's cool to see those characters who've never really had that now have that. Cause I think it makes them way more interesting. Mm. Like imagine, imagine Drag Race with never any conflict or drama, right? And then imagine like they finally get to have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, worth it, right? So <clears throat> that's been really satisfying and really fun for me to kind of like watch every week, and I look forward to it so hard every week. Like, like Thursday comes around and I make my dinner, and then I, I retire to the couch, and I'm like, it is Star Trek time, yeah. and that feels great because then the next day is Drag Race night. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's been really fun. Fun. Um, also. The um, other show that I'm obsessed with that I'm so happy came back is Yellow Jackets. 
Yeah, I've still never watched it. I know people are. You, really, it would really be. Into it, it would be. I think it would be one of your favorite shows. I'm no joke. Like okay. seriously, you okay. know what it's about, right? Kinda, yeah. It takes place in the '90s, and it's about this girls' like soccer group, soccer team, and they are flying away to like some championship, and their plane crashes in like the Canadian wilderness, mm-hmm. and then the story picks up present day when those women are now in their like 40s and you see it focuses on maybe four or five of them and their lives now like after having been rescued and you're like oh they were in the wilderness they had to survive for like two years yeah it's insinuated that they may have like resorted to cannibalism Mm. and it flashes back and forth so you see like what they went through in the wilderness as teenagers and how messed up it was and then their lives today, and it's sort of like a murder mystery as well. There's someone kind of like trying to uncover what, like the secrets of what they've really gone through. But what I love about it is that it like, it's so 90s, because all the music is 90s, all the flashbacks are 90s. And a lot of the women that they've cast in this as the as the adults are, are actresses who were big in the 90s. So like Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis, uh... you know, yeah. Um, it's so it's really good. And the second season just premiered its first episode like a week ago. Um, but yeah, it's it's getting a bit more into like what happened when they were gone. Um, and it's creepy and fun. And I don't know. It's just really cool. I, I love it. I mean, I love all those people. And I've actually been told to watch it by everybody. And yeah. How you, do you watch it? it. Isn't it so on I Showtime? Believe it's, on, it's on Showtime. Um I think you can sign up for like a seven day free trial and then just just like, you know, yeah, Yeah. right. Uh, And it's not very long. I think there's like maybe 10 episodes. Okay. So yeah, you could just check it. I, you won't regret it. Seriously. You're going to text me and be like, Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Is there anything you want to talk about? Um, You know, there's like two kind of funny stories that uh, one was um, how I ended up this is i don't know how i ended up on the local news did you see oh me yeah post? i did like i did it's, it's not about like anything pop culture-y but um i was at my neighbor's house just hanging out in their backyard drinking a beer and um my neighbor other neighbor came over i'm super close with like five houses right around my house like all of our I neighbors anybody, like, i don't know any of my neighbors <laughs> that, that's more normal we are not normal like i moved in and i instantly became like best friends with all these people that are around my age that live right by me we like hang out in each other's yards that's all cool, the time though. that's good you can like it's, you know it's lovely. that's great yeah so then one of my neighbors came by and said oh can you help me with something we were like sure thinking she needed help like moving furniture so we go over and she was like a dog, my dog fell down a hole, like a sinkhole that just appeared out of nowhere. Um, we were like, what are you talking about? That I couldn't even comprehend it. And then we went to her backyard and then we saw that like a hole had just appeared um, under, like in her backyard and it was over 10 feet deep. And her dog is like super old and like 80 pounds Aww. and cranky and just fell to the bottom um so it was it was such an ordeal um we tried to put a ladder down there it didn't work it was like too deep for the ladder um so i ended up calling 911 and then cut to like seven fire trucks showed up um over 20 firemen is what it took to get this dog out of this hole how uh i mean a lot of them were just standing around to be honest but they all were like having to because the hole itself like if you look down in the hole, which I did, uh, like it, you could see that it could have caved in so much more. Like it could have been a bigger hole, which like I just have to say, like how many times I have to talk about a hole? <laughs> like it just it like the, uh, I'll get to the I don't know. But like so they had to like put all these planks down to like distribute weight so it wouldn't fall in more. And then. They used a pulley system. It was like very complicated, but they got the dog out. The dog's totally fine. I'm filming the whole thing. I'm like taking pictures and filming. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like there are 20 police officers or firemen and a big dog in a hole. Like this is crazy. And the the owner of the dog in the house was like, thank you so much for filming. I'm so glad you're filming this. This is crazy. So then, uh, yeah, they get the dog out. They cover the hole. Um, and then this like, you know, then it's just like me and my neighbors again. And we're just like, 
wow, that was insane. And then the stranger showed up and was like, hey, I work for the news. Can I interview you? And it's like 10 o'clock at night. And we're like, sure. Um, so, just the, the, so a news person just randomly stopped by. We're sitting in the backyard and this guy walked in the backyard. I thought it was a stranger coming by to be like, what's up with all those fire trucks? But um, it was a dude, just like a dude, dude. And he was like, is this the house with the sinkhole? And we were like, yeah, totally. And he was like, can I interview you on the news? Like he just, I think that like the news people, the local news, um, just like listen for like the police radio and just like wait for something interesting sounding. So. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. And I don't know even, I don't even know how they found the house. Like, do they say the address? They must. Um. So yeah, he just showed up and we were like, sure. And then he came back with a camera and like, I, I have such a love for like local news. Like, yes, it can be really gross and tragic and like focusing on the bad, but like it can also be like really funny and weird and like cute yeah. and like these little quippy stories that are local. So we ended up being one of those stories. So Kate, who was, um, you know, it was her house and her dog. She was like, come do it with me. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I don't really want to be that person who just is like standing by the person talking just to be like, <laughs> I'm on the news. Um, and so then the camera guy was like, well, I'll give you the microphone. What if you hold the microphone? And I was like, okay, sure. So now I'm holding <laughs> this like this like news microphone. Um, and I'm like holding it in front of Kate while she's talking. And then they asked me a question. Then and then I like interview myself. That's, and the, I, that's the clip I saw. That was great. I, I like look like a reporter. Like I look like I work for the news interviewing people. It's so funny. So then yeah, that happened. And then um you know, my neighbors, because I was like, when is this going to be on TV? And they're like, tonight at 11. And I was like, oh, damn, that quick. Like, tonight at 11, it'll be breaking news. So they all came over at 11 o'clock. And we like, uh, it was like the first story on the news. And it was like, dog fell in a hole in North Portland. And like, the neighbors came to the rescue. And like, there I am on the news. And we're just like, dying laughing. So then the next day, uh, Fox News showed up. We did another interview. I went over for that. And then the crazy thing is like that story ended up on local news in like literally all 50 states in the country. Like it just spread like Whoa. wildfire. Like it was weird. Like my sister was the one that pointed out where she was like, dude, just Google it. And like you Google it and it's like every single local station and it's just like in Georgia, in New York, in Maine, in Colorado, in Texas, like it's just everywhere. It, it's like a clickbait article. It was like, watch this video of this dog that fell down the hole. And so all the pictures and videos were ones that I took. So like my name is credited and I'm just like, that's that video that I took off my phone that so is funny. playing on every local station across the country. It was so funny. Um so anyway, that was funny. And then that leads me to another thing that uh so when I was getting married on my wedding day, um, you know, we're in New Orleans, we're at this really nice hotel, we have a balcony that looks out over the pool. And the day that we were getting married, while we're getting ready, out the out our balcony, there's a huge filming crew. They're filming <laughs> you told Jersey, me this, I love it. They're filming Jersey Shore. <laughs> family yeah. reunion and there's the entire cast of Jersey Shore with all their kids and like there's times where I'm like swimming in the pool as they're filming I'm in the background I'm just like I didn't know who they were to be honest I literally didn't know until afterwards where I was like wait that was Jersey Shore um there was like a few moments where I might be in the background but the funniest thing to me about that time was the day after my wedding it was me and Michael were sleeping in the hotel and I just hear people out in the pool being like best vacation ever like the sound of like 20 people saying that at one time or they're saying like no law and i was like who the fuck is saying that and i go look out the window and it's like the cast of jersey shore doing their like last take for this episode where they're all together wearing like matching shirts and being like no law and like best vacation ever and i was like how funny is it that i get woken up the day after my wedding to the cast yeah. of Jersey Shore. So I'm saying this because those episodes are airing now um, of them in New Orleans. Like the first. So have you seen like yourself in the background? Or there's anything? not yet. There's 
two episodes. The first one just aired this last Thursday of them going to New Orleans, which was really funny to watch because they're checking into the same hotel. This They're talking to the same person behind the desk that I talked to. Like I'm in the building while they're filming this. So it's just kind of funny. Um, but they haven't gotten to any of the pool scenes. And that's when like uh, we're getting ready on the um, balcony right above them. So we might like see our feet. Um, okay. But then like Sandy, who, you know, is a close friend of mine, she's like, you know, 70 and she came to the wedding, but she was like, she like fell asleep at the pool while they were all like filming around her. So I'm like, are we going to see 70 year old Sandy just like sleeping <laughs> at the Jersey That's Shore? Amazing. Yeah. And then I can't wait to see like the point where they say like no law standing in front of the pool. Cause I'm going to be like, that is what woke me up in the morning. That moment right there. Um, so yeah, this... I think I texted you like, is it weird seeing commercials for Jersey Shore on MTV when you're watching Drag Race? No, yeah, that you were there. yeah, <laughs> yes. And there's like a moment where they're in New Orleans, and I'm like, I can't wait to watch that episode. So next week is going to be like the pool scenes, I'm assuming. So I'm really excited to watch those. Um, that's great, yeah. But... Other than other than those like quippy small stories, um. The only other two things I'm watching, like I had a, a Last of Us phase. I decided to not mm. watch the show until I played the game. So I played the first game all the way through. And then I went and watched the show, uh, got really obsessed with it. And then I went and played the whole second game. So I thought it was a great adaptation of the game. Um, it actually looked exactly like it. It had the same vibe. Um, I love the casting of Ellie and Joel. Um, I thought they were wonderful definitely puts me in like a new uh, Pedro Pascal phase. I'm like suddenly looking at all of that content and like following pages that are just all about him because he is very fun to look at. Have um, you seen that clip of so he and Oscar Isaac are doing press for some Netflix movie, some like yeah. dude bro movie uh -huh. with like Ben Affleck and, uh -huh. you know, and they can't stop talking about Monet Exchange and Drag yes. Race. Yes. They're like it's jealous so that he got to meet funny. him. It's so funny. Yeah. 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 Great clip. Yeah. So I made this like, I, I like made this like photoshopped um, image of Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac sitting behind those little desks as if Rue was going to ask them the Snatch Game questions. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> dreams. Dreams. Mm -hmm. Oh, it'd be so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, it was fun to play the second game because I believe the second game is going to be seasons two and three of the show. So it was great to like, yeah, that's see what I heard. Yeah. It's great to see like what's going to happen. Um, I did I haven't like, played any of the games, so I don't I, know what happens. It helped me to play the game a lot because if I had just watched the show without knowing what's going to happen, I think it would have really stressed me out. But I, I got to like watch the show knowing, okay, that's, and then this happens and then that. So I wasn't as like stressed. Um, but the second season is going to be very intense. Um, the second game as a whole just was very sad. Um, it was good. It's going to be a hard watch though. Yeah. But so like I watched all of it. I loved it. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, it's great, but I definitely, I think that's why I'm watching so much like K-pop and BL and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, I just need, okay. You know how, when you watch like a really scary movie mm -hmm. and you're alone and you watch it at night and then you're like, I can't go to bed now. Yeah. Uh, you know? So then you have to watch like golden girls or cartoons or something. Sure. Totally. Right. So I feel like that all the time now I'm like, okay, I feel like the world's ending. I feel like crazy. I'm mm -hmm. depressed all the time. So I just need something that's going to make me feel happy. Totally. And so I, you know, so that's why I watch all of that stuff now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the other like eye candy that I'm watching right now is a new season of Love is Blind just dropped, Um, which they just mm. ended a season, I felt like. But I'm like, I mean, Netflix knows what they're doing. And this is like just another um, example of like Netflix seeing other shows on other networks and being like, hmm, I bet we could do that. I bet we could do it better. Yeah. It is like The Bachelor on speed. Like, they go through it so fast like so and they come out in chunks so like five episodes just came out watched them all and you know the concept they like sit in these yeah. rooms these pods um this season is particularly spicy with the drama it is very messy i think it's going to be the messiest season and the Yikes. next the next group of episodes will come out march 31st so if you want like this is what I watch when I'm on the treadmill. Like I just turn on love is blind and I just gotcha. go into yeah. a love is blind world. And I'm just like, Oh, it's so cringy. It's so cringy. Did you, 
Uh, yeah, that you like kind of have to keep watching. Yeah, yeah. You like can't, you need to know what happens. I watched Trixie and Katya watching Love is Blind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, did you ever watch any more of Traitors? No. Because <laughs> I'm petty. Should, yeah, I think you should watch the British one because that, yeah, it doesn't have anything could... to do. The, yeah. And the British one is like incredible. Okay. You know? And so that way you'd be watching one that at least you were like, aren't thinking, oh, I could have done this. I could have been on this one, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, the British one is. It's, it, I think it's one of the best reality shows I've seen in okay. years. Okay, like almost as good as Drag Race. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah, I could watch that. Yeah, uh, and that one's on Peacock too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing like lots of new game shows and things in like in England that they like will then put up on Netflix. And mm-hmm. it's like Scott, and I just watched one last night called I think it's just called Cheat, something okay. like that. But like there's four people and it's just a trivia show. They ask questions mm-hmm. and, um, but the, your question is on a little screen right in front of you. And then there's like a shield so they can't see your hands. And if you don't know the answer to the question, you can press a button and it will give you the answer. So you are encouraged to cheat huh. and, and like, and like say, Oh yeah, I know the answer. It's such and such. And everybody else can like call you out and be like, I think you're cheating. And if you are, then like, um, you know, you get kicked off or Mm -hmm. if you successfully cheat a bunch and don't get caught, you could win like Mm -hmm. all the money. It was really kind of funny. Like, um, it was very, yeah, it was really interesting. Cause, and then the, the, the first episode on Netflix was so funny because, um, the presenter, she goes on which, on which BBC show did contestants compete named Crystal Versace and Lawrence Cheney? Uh-huh. And and she goes, the contestant, her name was Jess. She goes, UK Drag Race. And some guy is like, I think you're cheating. And she turns to him and she goes, the cheek, the audacity, the gall, and the gumption, as oh Case would say. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny because, like, she definitely wasn't cheating. She yeah. knew, like, all this. It yeah. was really funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a it, that was a fun kind of, like, little game show to just throw Love in it. the background, you know? Yeah. Love it. Yep. Cool. Well, I all think right. that's all I got. I same, do have, same for me. I we need to watch some you. more TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. I'm going to have an idea for another episode <laughs> that I want to tell you about after this episode. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, goodbye. Bye. Bye.